Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And it is Monday. As you, man, I'm I'm choppy. Oh no, I'm. Why yeah, I'm you're choppy? a little choppy. That's all right. You'll still love me anyway. <laughs> Us, me, and the listeners will still love you, Alexa. So it's totally fine. We'll get through Thank it. Thank you. I'm glad that makes me feel safe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how's your weekend, Nambi? Um, what did we do? Oh, we went to the adventure park, which is a really fun place in Virginia beach where you get to like climb on stuff. It's like in the woods and you're like 70 plus feet in the air. It's really fun. And you get to like zip line, don't you? You get to zip line. And like, there's, I was telling my girlfriend, she's like, well, cause there's another place that's indoors that kind of does the same thing, but there it's not as high up. And like you don't have obstacles it's just like balance beams basically that you're on yeah and i was like these are like you're in the trees you're high up and you have like obstacles that you have to overcome right yeah and she was like no i'm out but (laughs) just so funny because she's like a firefighter so it just cracks me up well she probably doesn't want to do her work for fun well, <laughs> she doesn't like heights. And I'm like, it makes no sense to me, but yeah. I digress. But burning buildings are fine. Anyway, um, but Bryn did so good. Like she went up so high. I was so nervous. I was really like, oh, I can't even look at this. And Oliver and I were at the bottom and she's like two levels up high. So she's easily 70 to 80 feet in the air. And She's a skinny little thing. And so she has to like pull herself across on the surfboard. I don't know if you remember doing that, but you get on like this. Yeah. You get on like the surfboard thing and you have a rope and you have to pull yourself across and she doesn't have the arm strength to do it. So she's, she's just stuck in the air and my mom like can't watch it. And so I had to get a staff member and he had to climb up there all the way to the top and like get her down. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really high. I mean, um, so the first time that we always talk about this time that my husband and my now husband and I drove to Virginia Beach like three weeks after meeting Ambie online, online yep. friend, and went and stayed at her house. And that the first night so we were fun. there, we went to the Adventure Park. Yeah, we went to the – because they do – in the summertime, they do um, – nighttime I forget yeah I forget what it's called it's called something cool but basically they have the whole park light up and you get like neon lights and 
Um, they've yeah. changed it even since we were here. Um, so you get like glow in the dark necklaces and stuff like that. It's really cool. Hell it's yeah. Really cool. Glow in the dark, anything. All I remember is I was wearing like Lululemon yoga pants. Yeah. Which I thought were like good protection for whatever. And oh, yeah. when I got yeah. home, I have never had this many mosquito bites in my life. And it was only on the inside of my thighs. It was yeah. like, it was like they went right through the yoga pants and just attacked the inside of my legs and thighs. But um, yeah, no, that was a really fun time. It's so crazy because I'm on this new medication for depression. I digress. That's a different day. But one of the side effects is you can develop a rash. And if you develop a rash, you have to stop taking the medication like immediately. And so I have two bug bites on my leg and I'm like, oh, oh. my God, <laughs> is it the rash? But it very clearly looks like bug bites. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you were able to talk yourself down from that one. <laughs> well, actually, Mo did. But that's okay. fine. That's fine. I'm glad you have a like, mo. yeah, that checks out. That it checks it out. does check out. It does check out. <laughs> that's really funny um cool well I um I was your weekend yes tell us you had a fun weekend oh I did have a fun weekend I was gonna say I just want everyone to know my like birthday month is I I'm never the person that's like it's a birthday month but my husband and I have a have birthdays that are close to each other and we actually kind of planned things this year so I feel like we've been celebrating our birthdays for like literally a month and we They've come to the things have come to a close. But yeah, we went to New York and um, I got him tickets to see Book of Mormon on Broadway. And I haven't been to Broadway in 15 years, at least like the last thing I saw Broadway style was in London. It was wicked in London. Um, oh, I want to see that this year. Oh, so good. But yeah, Book of Mormon is like hilarious and so well done. But I almost couldn't pay attention to the first half because I was so tired and so hot because of like all everyone's body heat and because I'm pregnant that I was telling Ambi, I like I resorted to, <laughs> I had a bottle of water and it was dark in there, you know, but like still like you, people can see like what's going on. So I'd like sip, sip a little bit of the bottle of water and then I would like bring it down and just like pour it down my shirt. <laughs> Literally imagined you doing this. Oops, and like yeah. missing your mouth oh, and at, like playing it off like At a you. certain point, I wasn't even being like sly about just it. Sweet, I was just yeah. like, because <laughs> <laughs> um, it like cooled me off. But yeah, no, it was great. And then we went to this restaurant in New York called Raclette, which if you don't know this, you've probably seen it, but didn't know what it was. Raclette? Raclette. It's like a French name, Raclette. What, what does it mean in French? It sounds like clit. What does it oh. mean in French? <laughs> I don't know. Probably okay, something to do with like cheese or meat or something. But Makes their sense. claim to fame is this cheese scrape where you take a wedge of cheese and you like, he they heat up the top of it and then they come over to your table and just scrape the whole top of the cheese off onto like meat or vegetables or whatever the hell. So we went there and we got to see some friends and I don't know, it was just really nice to be in New York and like be around people. Um, so yeah, we had a fun weekend, but now it's like, um birthday festivities are over and like baby planning is like it's like time to get to work so um yeah I yeah I don't know about you guys but like today I am exhausted I feel like everybody is very exhausted I feel like all I've been hearing for the past week or two from everyone is like how intense of a time they've been having mm -hmm. and how tired they are 
So again, I don't know what's good. I know there's so many astrological things going on, but not to mention this past weekend, what was there? Like seven mass shootings or something? Like, I, didn't even, I don't even know. I heard of one and I stopped paying attention to it. Like, honestly, well, I can't handle it mentally right now. I'm like, I just I don't need to check you. out of this reality. I don't blame you. And that's kind of how I felt too, is like, like it all started happening. And I was just like, how can we continue? How can anyone continue to give their energy to this? It, even though it makes, you know, I think there's just a lot going on and there's a lot that is, that is, everybody is being made to deal with and look at and be like, what the hell is going on? You right. know? Yeah. And I feel like there's been many times like this in the history of us doing this podcast because I feel like we've had this conversation a couple other times. I'm sure where, we <laughs> yeah. But I guess I just wanted to bring that up in the beginning just to say, like, if you're feeling that, you're really not alone. And I think what's most important is that you really give yourself compassion and you give others compassion if you're not feeling well, like that you allow, if you can, to just take rest when you can and know that like it's really important. I really feel like we've been taught to prioritize anything else over our humanity recently. And it's like, I think humanity needs to come before everything. Like I need, I think we need to take initiative in prioritizing humanity because no one else is going to do it if we don't. Like, if we each don't, you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, Allison, I can. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, Allison Strickland on Facebook said, I've been so drained all last week and I can't sleep. The energy has been so crazy. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of there's a huge storm rolling in right now. Like it got so dark in my room out of nowhere. So just a heads up on that if you hear the thunder, because it's it's getting bad out there. I digress. <clears throat> and neighborhood watches on patrol. So my dog might yell. Um, okay. but, but I feel like a lot of, um, you know, I don't know if we're still in retrograde because I try not to pay attention to it. I try not to give too much energy to it, but I know that we were in retrograde last week and this weekend yeah. because I have had so many readings where people are like, my ex-boyfriend contacted me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Cause it's retrograde. Like, They'll totally. all come out of the fucking woodworks out of nowhere. I totally. picture like a rat coming out of a sewer. Like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Are you happy? I don't think so, bitch. So like, you know what? Go ahead. What were you going to no, say? No, I was just going to say that's even playing out in like celebrity, like public eye. I'm not going to like get into it because no one here will know what I'm talking about. But crazy. It's, it's really interesting to correlate like even um, like public events or like pop pop culture with that stuff you know, with with transits and Mercury retrogrades and stuff like that. It's very interesting. And then it's also interesting to think about, like you said, it's like, well, how much is it that we're giving energy to it? And how much is it that <clears throat> this is just what happens? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Because it could be like anything. You know what I mean? Anything could be attributed to Mercury retrograde. It could be like, oh, it's retrograde. Mm -hmm. That's not working out. Although like, <laughs> I did. I did. For the very first time ever, we we did our uh, coaching with Arc Nine for our Patreons last week, and the 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 video didn't record, and it's never yeah. it's, no, it recorded, but then when I went to open the file, it said it was corrupt, and I was like, what the hell does that mean? That's never happened before. So I one hundred percent was like, Mercury retrograde, and yeah, I mean, 
I think that there are some things like that that you can definitely attribute Mercury retrograde to. Well, I was just saying I'm going to whether you guys have to see this skill right now, the muting and the <laughs> Ambie is having two full, she's hosting a podcast and having a whole nother conversation and muting it perfectly. So if you're listening to this, you'll never know. You would never you know. You'll never know. <laughs> no, it got so dark in here that I needed my son to turn on the light. And so I was trying to, thank you, bud. I was trying to let him know, like, come in here, turn the light on. Cause he turned the hall light on and uh, I'm like, no, because like they know when I'm recording, like do not come in this room. Yeah, yeah. And so he was poor baby. He was just standing outside I, the door, like, can I come in? I was just sheerly impressed with your like orchestration because it was like mute, dude, do this, this. <laughs> yeah, totally, a hundred percent. And I think that we can really okay. <laughs> really, really, we, don't t- oh. don't say women can't multitask. They can. They are the best at that. <laughs> um, oh, but, shit, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, so. Let's get into our topic today, which is something that one of our Super Bloom members, um, Super Bloom is our intuitive development community, and one of our members brought this to our weekly coaching call. She was talking about the experience of mm-hmm. really coming out of that um spiritual closet, woo-woo closet, whatever you want to call it, really coming out and being more vocal about your beliefs and what you do and all of that when you're in this world and the feeling like you're getting unfollowed, um, like people aren't vibing with it, Mm -hmm. that feeling and that fear, I think, of like being abandoned, right? Um, Even if it's not necessarily by people that you – care about that much, it's still a very triggering thing when you notice that, you know, you start talking about something that you really feel passionate about um, and people start going away, Mm -hmm. right? And you know what's interesting about this? Like, I think everybody that everybody goes through this at some point or another um, coming out of the spiritual closet and every student that I've ever had has this, including a lot of the people that were in uh, the 12-week coaching course, which we're about to start again. But it's, for me, not for everybody, but for me, it was harder to come out of the spiritual closet than the actual closet, like than the gay closet. Mm. It was easier. I mean, the point, like when I told everybody that like, you know, I think I'm gay, most people were like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. And I was more like, wait, I'm sorry, you knew this? <laughs> but like the spiritual closet, it it's scary and it's off-putting because it is, you're just making it up. Are you sure you're not crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, do you really believe in that? Kind of like gaslighting you in so many different ways and really making you doubt yourself and the big thing with spirituality, especially when it comes to your own intuition is if you don't believe yourself, other people won't believe you. Mm -hmm. And there's a fine line between I believe in myself and I also need some validation to know that I'm not crazy. I also need some validation to know that this is real, that I'm not going to go to hell, that this is accepted and okay, because I feel like as human beings, we just want to be loved and accepted. And so when it comes to something as air quote crazy as being a psychic or a medium or a Reiki healer, I could go on and list a lot of other things. 
um, I think a lot of our family and friends don't really subscribe to that belief or idea. And it becomes this, you're now this weird, I can't relate to you person anymore. I remember a couple of times for me personally, I had one of my dear friends and I think she listens to this podcast. I love you so much. I'm not going to say your name, but um, I had one of my closest friends. I was starting to tell her, I was starting to come out of the spiritual closet. I was starting to tell her, like, I think I'm psychic. I knew I was psychic, but I think I'm psychic. And (laughs) I'm trying to like ease her into this. And her response to me was, you know, that I'm going to make fun of you for this, right? What? And sorry, friend, whoever you are. Sorry, sorry. friend. Love you. Well, Well, actually, we had a conversation the other day and she told me she's like, I'm really sorry that I said that to you. I really didn't understand like where you were coming from. Like, I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. She's like fully spiritual now. And she's like, I really get it. And I'm so sorry that I said that. I had another friend that I was kind of being an asshole. And I was like, can you believe this guy thinks X, Y, and Z. And I laughed because I was being a dick because I'm a human and I can do that. Yeah. And she's like, well, I believe in that. I don't actually believe in reincarnation. I don't actually believe in ghosts. I don't believe in anything that you believe in. And I agree with this guy. And it kind of like snapped me back into, okay, I'm not safe in this space to express myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, that was a different friend? That was a different friend. I've had this happen several times. And then you count on social media when people are like, you're a snake oil dealer. You're going to go to hell. Oh, my God. You're just lying to people. Okay, cool. Whatever. Totally, totally. Well, okay. First of all, let me read all the comments coming in from Facebook because there's a lot. Um, So... Isabel Patterson. Hey, Isabel. She was on hey, our, Isabel. our Ask Us Anything Zoom the other day. Uh, said, me too. I came out as gay in like middle school, but for some reason this is still hard for me. Mm-hmm. Tammy said, it was uncomfortable telling my family, but even more telling new people sometimes. But it's all about your own acceptance of yourself, I've learned. Yeah, I. that's yeah, kind of what I, I was going to – that's what I was going to say too is like the comments that you're talking about about – like on TikTok lives or something and people are people are like, this person's fake. Like they're just trying to get your money, blah, blah, blah. Oh my it God, used- do you hear how generic the answers yes. are? Yeah. It used to bother me a lot more. Like it never really bothered me so much that I would like stop. But back, back when I first started, it bothered me a lot more. Now I literally laugh and I'm like, okay, you're blocked. Like I, I there's no, it doesn't yeah. hit me because I recognize with myself, like I've done the work to trust myself, to know that like, that's fine if this person thinks that, but that's not what's going on for me. So I don't really care. But I understand how with somebody who's new to their intuition, who's really just fresh and starting, <clears throat> that can be really traumatizing because like somebody is like pointing and calling you out in a public yeah. space. And mm-hmm. part of you is like, are they right? You know? Yeah. Like, oh, no, I don't want to be perceived as a liar. Is yeah. what I, the number one comment that students tell me is, I don't want to be perceived as a liar. Well, you being concerned about being perceived as a liar shows that you have, you know, character and that you, you're you not lying, you know? Right. Like, a sociopath doesn't care about hurting people or exactly. lying or whatever. So to care about that means, like, you're really doing your best and, like, but I think that is, again, and this is why we, we named that course, You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive, right? Because this is why so many people call themselves crazy before yeah. someone else can call them crazy. 
because they've been called crazy at some point or they've seen people called been called crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they don't want to appear either narcissistic or delusional or yeah. literally crazy. Yeah. Like, well, that's, that's what's ironic. Or they, <laughs> it's, ironic. it's like you call yourself crazy. It's almost like you call yourself ugly before someone else can call you ugly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Though? Mm-hmm. So you don't get, let anyone have any ammunition. And it's almost like, well, if I call myself crazy, then I'm self-aware. But if they call me crazy, then I'm right. Not. Then I'm not. Mm-hmm. So um, hold on, let me read some more uh, comments. Um, Claire says, "Yes, Ambi, they mirror back our subconscious doubts in ourselves." Lexi says, "Acknowledging the inner knowing and the desire for validation is so helpful." Mm-hmm. Allison says. Or people trying to push their beliefs on you even more when you tell them about your spirituality. And you know what? Like, actually, that, I mean, I don't love that. Let me be honest. But but I feel like that is, like, people's way of saving you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, hey, <laughs> I, will, I will be the first to admit that we have all, I have done that. I have tried to save people from 3D and help them go into 5D. Like you laugh because like we were both there. Yes, yes, yes. We yes, both totally. know 100%. what happened. So it's the same. You can't I, stay here. <laughs> like you can't go with me. Yeah. Like what? We both gotta go. What kind of crazy gotta- shit is this? And it's so funny because it's, it's just that same mentality of like, if you don't believe what I believe, something bad will happen to you. And I yeah. think that's really sweet because that means that you care about that person and you love that person. I think it becomes um, more toxic. Oh, it becomes toxic in a lot of different ways. Um, oh, so many different ways. I'm just thinking of a few off the top of my head, but you know, it, it's, it's really interesting. There's, it doesn't matter what you believe in. I think most of the time there's like the right way and the wrong way. And when you believe in the wrong way, then like you're going to stay in 3D or you're going to go to hell or like something bad will happen. And like, it's just, it's kind of comical. It's kind of funny now at this point to be like, okay, well, that's what you believe. Cool. That's what I believe. Even with like, if you go back to 2020, when we were talking about, Oh, fuck. The vaccines. Thank you. The vaccines were a whole issue. Like if you get vaccinated, then you're going to have like mutant babies or some Mm -hmm. shit. Right. Like there's going to be all of these bad things that happen. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die. Like there was there's always so much fear in the right way or the wrong way. It's just fascinating to me. Yeah, I really liked how you brought up like the the. Because it really goes back to that religious uh, programming mm-hmm. of you got to save, you got to save people. And yeah. what's interesting is that I think if you're in the spiritual world, you think, oh, I, I'm not, I don't partake in anything, yeah. anything like that. I, I, I'm better I, than that. I, yeah, I'm better than that. I, I'm spiritual. Yeah. I'm not really. But yeah. really, what you're talking about is it's a mindset that has seeped into everything. It's not just religion. It is yes. a it is a means of control and it's it's mm-hmm. so it's so prevalent because <clears throat> it's very effective because what it does is set it, it instills that fear in you and once that fear is in you that you're going to lose the people you love 
Yeah. You, you're not sure that it's true, but you want to make sure that in case it is true. Mm-hmm. And so you do the work of whatever the agenda is, right? You do the work of being like, no, no, listen, you need to get on board with this. And it just keeps going and going and going. And so I think it's a really interesting thing to acknowledge that within the spiritual community and say, that mindset still exists. Like that mindset is very prevalent around us. And I think what's interesting too is to think about why do we only think about that in terms of like, um, I don't know, I guess what you believe about like life or the universe or something. Like why don't we, why don't we, if that's the case, why wouldn't it apply to like, um, I don't know, like I believe that I should send my kids to private school, but you don't. Like, like what, what, something so like, why? Or money. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like, or like, just, or like living in a house versus living in a van. It, it could be anything. Yeah. It could be but anything. I think people do, but I think that's where judgment and like preconceived no- notions and like fear and hatred come from. Uh-huh. It's this idea that if I'm living in a house and you're living in a van, then your way is the wrong way. And you're a slacker or you're a piece of shit or whatever the case may be. And I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Because you live in a van, you you are free, because, and yeah. I am a piece of shit because I have a house and a mortgage and all of these things. And you're just subscribing to the man. Yes, and it's so interesting how our views really like. I think it's the human experience to be a judgmental asshole to many degrees, totally. and then realize like I'm kind of a dick. And I oh, when I was a vegetarian, I was such a dick. I was so such a dick. God, I thought I was so much better than everybody that ate me. And I would yeah. let everybody know all the time. Yeah. So was I. And I really thought I didn't too, which was always was funny. <laughs> I really thought I was like, I'm not judging, but I was judging. Saving the planet and yeah. I'm saving you. Yeah. You shouldn't eat me because you know what happens to animals? Like yeah. I was such a dick. Or like when we stopped drinking coffee, we were assholes. Yeah, totally. Totally. We thought we were better than It just everybody. feels so much better than everyone. <laughs> Um, yeah, totally. And I think that's a huge, well, going back to like, just kind of feeling like, I wonder where that's rooted in. It's like, okay, my way is right. So your way is wrong. And we're now opponents in that way. Mm -hmm. Like we are now like, I have to either, one of us has to bring the other over to the other side or like we can't commingle. And I think that's the huge, that has been the, again, the, the paradigm and the programming that we've been under this whole time. I think now we're much more actually, even though it seems like there's a lot more assholes out there and a lot more contrarians and opponents, I also feel like there's a lot more blending happening. There's a lot more like understanding happening. Um, Mm -hmm. but obviously like I think it's going to take time to get more I don't ever think there's going to be a day where everybody understands everything and everybody's cool with everyone I never think that's going to happen but I do think that you know even just looking at my relationship with my husband right like because it makes me think about that when like I like wanted to you know I was like you gotta like think what I think and believe what I believe in he's like I'm never gonna think that (laughs) I was like what and now I'm like Oh, I like love what you think and I love I love learning about what you think and some of it I now agree with and some of it I yeah. still don't and that's great. Like I really don't care. And I think it makes our lives a lot more interesting. And I think it's taken me a really long time to like really feel strong in saying that. But I think again that also comes with my own 
strength in knowing myself, in knowing my intuition, in knowing what I believe and why I believe it, and not needing somebody else to validate that experience, and also not living in the fear of, oh God, what's going to happen if it's like, if that's the case, then cool. Like Mm -hmm. if if 5D, 3D or what the hell ever really is happening, great. We'll deal with it then. But like, I'm not going to sit here and worry about it it because that's your own hell is just to be consumed with it and worried about it. Like, yeah, I was watching this TikTok. I'm so glad I can say that instead of I read this somewhere. I didn't read it. (laughs) Anyway, I was watching this TikTok and like this um, person was talking about how, how, uh, they used to be Mormon and they would go house to house to try to save people and try to book of Mormon. recruit people yeah, to Mormonism. Mm-hmm. And um, they just felt like, like what they were doing, they really stood by and they really wanted to like help people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think those are bad intentions, right? No. Like those are, those are good intentions. Um, and then I think about like, how people have fear with things they don't understand. So if you look at like transgender people, for example, like a lot of people or parents of transgender people, because I talk to a lot of transgender people when I give them readings and things like that. And I could not imagine not speaking to my kids because I don't understand something about their life, right? But that is not, that is a judgment, but that is not like, my judgment to make on someone else. But I also feel like it's so fascinating because we judge our children or people closest to us because we think that they're going to go down a hard road or life is going to be particularly difficult for them. And, you know, we want to prevent them from dealing with that and shelter them. And we feel like we know better But in actuality, like most transgender youth know by the age of 10 if they're transgender, which is so fascinating to me. Yeah. I also think to your point, like um, when you're saying like parents want. I don't want to say most. I'm so sorry. I don't want to say most. Some, the statistic I read was like a high majority, but that doesn't mean everybody. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think it's also comes from like an old school model of um, like how to uh, <laughs> how to love and how to parent and how to get people to do things. Yeah. And the old model is like you withhold love until they do what you want and then you give it when they do what you want. Right. And that is a very like toxic and manipulative way of – Manipulating, yeah, I believe. And um, now it doesn't mean that you don't have discipline or that you don't, you know, like set boundaries or whatever. But I just mm-hmm. think that's where all that comes from. And so again, it's like you know, maybe people who are going through this with trans children, like maybe parents who have a limited view and are really struggling with that, and are maybe shutting their kids out, which is so sad. But For example, in their instance, maybe that's something that they really need to learn, that they really want to learn in this lifetime Mm -hmm. about how to, how to let go in that way and how to love, how to love without withholding love to get what you want. Like, I don't need to go into it, but the point is, I think all of this is just, once again, as we talked about in the beginning of this episode, it's really bringing to light all of these old things that do Mm -hmm. not make sense anymore. And don't don't serve us. 
They don't serve us. They don't yeah. vibe with us. They don't match where we're going at all. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's that old cliche thing of saying like, okay, when everything looks like it's going to hell, maybe it's not that it's going to hell. Maybe it's just that we're actually, it's all coming up so we can see everything that's going on and be like, oh, this is this is not really not a match. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, and you know what? I think that like, I truly think that whether you're, you're, coming out of the broom closet, right? And you're saying mm-hmm. I'm a psychic or I'm a witch or I don't agree with your your views spiritually, religiously. You're coming out of the closet as gay, transgender, non-binary, et cetera. Um, and there are a hundred of other things to come out to people that you love about. I think the important thing is visibility and really expressing. And I know that not for everybody it's safe and I really respect that, but I feel like the human experience is so multifaceted and we can only really understand what is right in our face and the experiences that we have with people that we care about because it humanizes that experience. So being, I don't know. So I had no, none uh, visibility growing up from spiritual people. I had no visibility being gay. I had no visibility from like really a lot of things growing up. It was, I was very sheltered in, in a lot of different ways. And when I started um, going out and venturing on my own, I met people that were fully um, could move objects with their mind. They were fully telepathic, like, and it really just opened my eyes up to, holy shit, there's a whole other type of, of life that I could have. Um, and with so many other things, I think it's really important that parents and that other people humanize that experience, because until you have someone that you care about, that, you know, that is different in some way, or that it is different to you, which is most important. It's really hard to humanize that experience. It's, it's very far off and it's not right in your face. Does that make sense? It's not real. Yeah. It doesn't feel, it feels like a news story, but it doesn't apply to you. Like until you experience losing someone close to you, you don't really fully know what that experience is. You can empathize, but you don't Mm -hmm. actually get it, you know? Right. And I mean, I I don't want anyone to lose people close to them, but it does happen in life. That's part of the deal. And um, so, yeah, I totally, I, I agree. And I think that that's why, you know, you and I had to, we had to go through coming out of the spiritual closet first, right? Mm -hmm. Which was hard. It was hard for us. Like we, we basically went through that on this podcast. Like it wasn't, it, when we started this podcast, we were not out of the spiritual closet. Starting the podcast was coming out of the spiritual closet. Like that's what it was. And it was a process and it was scary. And I remember so many times we wanted to, at least I'll speak for myself. I wanted to run back in and I was like, oh my God, I feel so exposed. Or like, I don't want to share this here in this. Mm -hmm. Like there was certain aspects of the internet I felt safe in and certain aspects I didn't. Certain aspects of my life I felt safe in, certain I didn't. And it really took time. And it's like, I, when I look at my life now, am I 100% quote, out of the spiritual closet in every aspect of my life? No. I'd probably say I'm like 90%. Like, I'm solidly there, but I'm not. There are definitely still places I reserve and hold back. And 
Um, and I think that that's just to say that it's been four years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how long it's taken to get here. So actually, it's been longer than that. We've only started the podcast for four years. So it's been like five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at that point. So I guess I just want to say this is a process. It's not just Absolutely. like it's not just like you open the door and you walk through it and you're like, I'm out. Hey, yeah. you have many of those moments. You have many moments where you're like, hey, to this side of the room, I'm out. Hey, to this sector of the world, I'm out. Or you just have many moments where you come out even more. You know what I mean? Like you get mm-hmm. deeper with yourself. Like I almost feel like it's <laughs> it's sometimes when people talk about coming out in any regard, whether it's, you know, with your sexuality or wh- whatever it is, it's kind of funny that we're like, well, I came out as blank, right? Because it's mm-hmm. kind of like, so we're all just coming out as ourselves is what's happening. Like yeah. we're just calling it something, but really we're just what's- labeling that. Yeah. Yeah. But really what's happening- We're just saying, this is me. Hey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I hope one day, I hope in the future it starts to blend into more of that of like, hey, we're all super unique. We all have super unique experiences. And I'm just showing you more of me right now. And that's what it is, you know? Mm, I love that. Me too. And I I wanna like, so we we also labeled this (laughs) labeled, we also titled this episode partly. Um, so coming out of the spiritual closet, but also the witch wound. And I want to touch on this a little bit because we touch on this in our course, in our community. And I think it's something that really resonates with people and that maybe people don't fully realize that this is something within us that is passed down through generations. Um, do you want to talk about it, Amber, or do you want me to? Uh, you can talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. So the witch wound is is simple. You might have heard this term thrown around um, or you might not have, but essentially what it means is, no, it doesn't mean that you were a witch in a past life specifically or you like died in the Salem witch trials. It doesn't mean that, although you could have been a witch in a past life, but what it really means is that it's talking about generational trauma. It's talking about the generational trauma of your ancestors somewhere along the line being persecuted, being murdered, being... Uh, publicly humiliated, being Mm -hmm. abandoned, excommunicated from the tribe for something that they did, thought, were, believed, practiced that was not accepted, that was Mm -hmm. seen as like outside of the realm of normal, um, that was seen as, yeah, abnormal, um, whether it was something witchcrafty or something just like having red hair or something like that. Um, so within us, you, if, especially if you're in this community, you likely have this witch wound somewhere in your lineage that's been passed down, passed down, passed down. And so when these things come up where you're like, why can't I just like open the door and like come out and just be like, this is who I am. That fear that's coming up in you is likely related to that witch wound. It's likely related to your ancestors that were persecuted and were really, put into dangerous situations. Now you're mm-hmm. you're not going to be most likely. You're not going to be in that dangerous situation now today in your life today. I can't say for sure because I don't know your life yeah. experience, but most likely we live in a society where it's mostly safe to be different in those particular ways. Um however, it is it is 
normal to have those generational wounds coming up because Mm -hmm. you're the one that's supposed to heal them. Mm. It's your opportunity to be like, hey, to acknowledge, to look around your life and be like, hey, none of that's actually happening. A Mm. lot of it is kind of just this lingering fear from my ancestral line. And I can show myself that I'm safe here. That even if, yes, there might be embarrassing moments. Yes, there might be conversational moments, et cetera. On the whole, I'm safe and I'm powerful. Um, so just that's just a little bit about the witch wound. And again, we really go into that a lot more in our course. And um, But it, it, I think it's something really important to know because I think a lot of people are really hard on themselves when they can't just like come out of the spiritual closet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's reasons for it. Like there's ancestral trauma is real. So, And I think there's a lot of... Um, I mean, in some families, it's not safe to come out of the spiritual closet because Mm -hmm. of um, fear of ridicule or fear of um, being excommunicated or not spoken to anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's a valid experience as well. But at the same time, you have a lot of people, especially in the spiritual community, that have created their own families and have created like their own identities Um, so I think that's important to understand too, is that you don't have to believe what everybody else believes. And you also don't need that approval outside of yourself. I think that's when we, when we give so much power to another human being, whether that, that human being is our parents, you know, our, our religion or, um, someone who we think has the answers, it's, it becomes very, uh, a very scary place to be because you are disempowering yourself and you are abandoning yourself over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like we had someone in our course who shared about like, you know, they're very powerful, intuitive, and they were sharing just a little bit about how, you know, they really want to take this to the next level, but their family Mm -hmm. is really kind of on a different page with it. And they were like, I'm just going (laughs) to like, they were going to create boundaries. They were like, I'm just going to essentially like create a new account or like block my family on my account because that's what Mm -hmm. feels best to me right now. That's what feels safest to me right now. And that way, like for right now, they, I can just do what I want to do. And it's like, you know what? Like if that's what makes you feel safe, do it. Like it's all a progression and it's all going to progress over time. And I think that the most important thing is that you take, if something's calling you, Mm -hmm. if something, if your intuition is calling you to develop it, but there's fear around it, Take the first step that you can take while creating some sort of structure around you that feels safe or support um, and just make sure that you start taking some step, even if it's a baby step. Because one thing I can say is that, you know, back when I started this journey and we started this podcast, there were so many questions I had about, well, okay, even if I just take this one baby step, But how's that all going to play out then and then? And what's going to happen then? And what's going to happen with that and that and that? And I remember you, the Arcanine, other readings, whatever, would be like, don't think about that. Like, it's not – and I'm a questioner in my life, so it was very hard for me to just not think about that. I'd be like, but but I want to know how it's all going to play out. And the truth is, I think that's why it took me a really long time because – 
I couldn't know how it would all play out because it wouldn't even make sense. Like right. your life changes so much each step you take, meaning each step kind of has a ripple effect and you're just adjusting progressively. And, you know, if someone had told me what's going to be happening four years down the road when I took the first step, I would be like, what? I wouldn't even comprehend that. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like, this is the part where you just have to give yourself permission to just know the step that's ahead of you and know that like the next step will make sense after that. And the next step will make sense after that. And you don't have to know like years down the road, you know what I mean? So, and everything can change too, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everything can change. Things can change for sure. Um, so if this is, if you're resonating with this, if this is something that is calling you and you're wanting to be in a supportive space um, around community that is safe and not going to judge you and also doing the same thing on the same journey, um, definitely check out our upcoming retreat, which is the You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive retreat in Northern Georgia. June 9th through 12th. It's about a month away and we only have a few spots left. And this is just going to be a really, like I said last time, it's like the sweetheart retreat. It's like everybody is just very sweet and very wanting to be in a loving, safe space where they can practice and explore themselves. And this is where you're really going to get hands-on guidance from us, taking you through the course within three days. So we're like condensing our 12 week course into about three days where you're mm-hmm. going to get, have this hands-on practice with everyone and learn how to do psychic readings and learn how to do mediumship and really walk away feeling confident in your intuitive abilities, which there's no, there's no feeling like that. Yeah. Really being able to trust yourself is huge, huge, huge. huge. And huge. we reached our goal on Patreon. Woo! Woo! So the video is up there. If you would like to join the Patreon, you can join as little as $5 and get to watch the video. And we've had some funny comments come in from the video already. I love it. Yeah. People were like, did (laughs) someone go ahead? Someone said, I love how Ambie keeps telling Alexa, almost done, almost done. And not almost done. One minute into the 15 minute (laughs) procedure. She keeps going, don't worry, it's almost over. And I'm sitting there watching as like the person who's editing this or just like uploading this going, oh, it is far. It hasn't even started. What do you mean? <laughs> because I thought you were just going to get a bikini wax. Yeah. I thought so it was did I. So did I. <laughs> I. Tiffany had other ideas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My favorite part, though, is in the first video how Tiffany calls you a baby. She's like, you're a baby. <laughs> your baby and I was like oh my god Tiffany had no idea how big of a baby I was about to be (laughs) she's like your baby it doesn't hurt it Uh, does hurt I've done it since then and it absolutely fucking hurts and then she got the tweezers out and I was like bitch I can't yeah I can't do this I'm done yeah that was so funny there's so many funny like moments and also like if you watch the video of my turn it's like there's definitely I didn't forgot that there's definitely a moment where I'm like, I thought I was, well, it's still happening. I'm like, I thought I was getting a bikini wax. I'm so confused. What's happening? <laughs> so anyway, if you guys. She tells me to lift your legs up. I can't. I can't. Oh, oh yeah. And then she's like, um, you're like, I was like, why didn't Ambie have to do this? 
And I was like, you didn't look at Ambie's butt. And then, and then you're like, Tiffany saw my butt. She looked at my butt, okay? Tiffany knows what's going on with my butt. So. Oh, my God. I literally, like, you can't see anything but the bed when she said lift your feet up because I couldn't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. I The camera is shaking and all you see is the bed because I just couldn't breathe. I couldn't get it together. <laughs> it was so oh. funny. It was so funny. But. Yeah, so we have posted our Brazilian torture videos um, on Patreon. You guys can watch it there anytime as long as you're a patron at any level. Um, we'll have to come up with some other incentive for our next goal. That's what I was just going to say. If you guys think that we should do anything else, that's, I'm not doing a Brazilian again. I've done it twice. Yeah, I feel like it's wait, checked off my box be, so like, good. Should we let our patrons like vote on what we do if we hit a yes, goal? Yes, what we should I'm do scared. next. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little scared too. Like, oh, I could just picture us eating weird shit. Ugh. Oh, I yeah. I pictured us getting like picturing? a weird tattoo, and I was like, no. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with that actually. It, it would have to be very small. It was <laughs> very small. Um, but anyway, so let us know your ideas, and then we'll come up with the goal. Um, and we'll have more humiliating, terrifying, torturous experiences. Experiences. For you. <laughs> Great. Um, by the way, I have posted a poll, uh, as of today on Patreon where all of your submissions for the conspiracy theory intuitive investigation episode that we do for our patrons are on there. And some of the, the contenders are, um, area 51 mermaids, vampires, um, uh oh what else the denver airport people want to know what's under the denver oh airport. my god that just came up in my head the other day randomly yeah mm. i want i definitely think it's like a base of some sort but i want to know like i want to i think that's really fun to dive into uh of it's course exciting. the illuminati is uh is something and then, should i like, tell the story about how they recruited me it's not really oh oh my god yeah sure yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> Hey, I got an Instagram message, as the Illuminati does. Yeah. And they said... They slide into your DMs. <laughs> they said, this is the Illuminati. We've been watching you. We're very interested in for you to join us. Please. What was their username? I don't remember. But it was like the watching eye or something like that. But it was something like that. And then um, they had like their symbol on the profile picture. Like the Illuminati is going to be that bold. Anyway, I digress. And they were like, we could turn you famous, da, 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 da. And so I showed this to Alexa and she's like, oh yeah. Cause they, she said something like, cause they slide into your DMs. And I was yeah. like, you don't know. They might be really wanting me. I yeah. was upset. <laughs> I was like, they could really, I could, could be really even, be happening. I could be the next Michelle Pfeiffer. So. Yeah. I could be the next Beyonce. You yeah. don't know. Yeah, you but don't no, know. it wasn't the Illuminati. Well, wait, I you don't, you still them. don't know that, I think, because you just. Well, I still don't know that for sure. I'm like 99 percent sure it was a hacker, but it could have been real. I'm just curious what the next step would have been if you. Oh, Shira, just sorry to burst your bubble, Ambi, but Shira just said she got that same message. I'm sorry. Damn it! That. <laughs> That's upsetting. Hopefully, one day the real Illuminati will approach you, and you'll know you have. No, I don't want them to really okay. approach me. Okay. No, I'm scared. I'm too scared. I'm scared too. They scare me, but um, I think they- they'll just throw me in a van, and, like put something over my head. That's how the real Illuminati rolls. But and then what? And then how do they? And then maybe they make you a clone. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to feel into it. I'd love to know. Okay. Um, but anyway, so that is one of the options on the poll. You guys can vote. You guys can vote on this for the next week because we'll record that episode next Wednesday. So not this week, but next week. So um, make sure you go to Patreon and vote and we will announce what it is next week. Um, and I do want us to thank our sponsors of this podcast, aka you guys, our patrons, um let's see our newest patrons are tessa schaefer flynn she is a you're not crazy you're intuitive graduate hi tessa uh jameson chelsea sweats angela stutzman sydney barger kyla piccolo natalie woodall hannah kristen hoskins tina kibler and garrett nickerson nickerson i like that name yeah some really cute names here. Some thank, nice name. Thank you so much for supporting us, helping us get to our goal. Um, we love you guys. We love interacting with you guys. Uh, also, you should note that if you're in our um, Arcturian or Arc Nine tier, our Dragonfly tier, that uh, combos with Arc Nine is going to be the last day of the month. So the 31st of May on 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? So... Is that Memorial Day? No. Is it? Oh, okay. Wait, is it? I don't know. I'm really bad. Oh, it's the day after Memorial Day. It's the day after the Monday of Memorial Day. Are people... Well, if you can't make it, if you're hungover or you can't make it, you could always submit your questions. Yeah, submit your questions. And then watch the recording. I always post ahead of time so you can submit your questions. I mean, it's a day after Memorial Day. I pe- feel like people celebrate the day, the weekend, the days before the weekend and the day after the weekend. So we'll be all right. Um, all right, guys, Ambie, anything you want to, anything you want to share? All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I feel, I feel good. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.